0: Hello, and welcome to Off The Shelf Reviews. I make a basket. And I'm Gary. And today we're going to review and discuss Eddie, which released in 1996, directed by Steve Rash. Ian, why don't you give us the synopsis?
1: I'll try. The story follows Whoopi Goldberg's character, Eddie. She's a fan of the New York Knicks, and as they're going through a bit of a losing period... She is chosen as the honorary coach. From there, Eddie will try to bring the Knicks out of their losing slump and get them back into their winning ways.
0: Actually, hiring Eddie was my idea from the beginning.
1: So this is
0: pretty much like the heyday of Whoopi Goldberg movies, the the 90s. Okay, yeah. Um, But I was curious because at the beginning of this film, there was like eight names popped up as writing credits for this film. I was just like, usually, that's a bad sign that it's gone through this many writers. But then also, the director. I was like, hey, wait a minute. We've never talked about this director before. No, I don't even recognize the name. No, What's he done? Oh, wait, nothing that I've seen. But two did stand out to me, sort of, in the more modern era of filmmaking. Okay. Straight to DVD movies. Yeah. Uh, American Pie, Bandcamp. Oh, God. Bring It On, All or Nothing. So these were like the the straight to video sequels of I guess more well known franchises at the time. Yeah, but yeah, I literally don't know very much about this director or any of the writers for this. The only name that really stands out is that it is a Whoopi Goldberg movie. And I should also say right now, even after watching this film, I still know very little about basketball <laughs> except the ball goes in the net.
1: Yeah. Um. What is there to say? Uh, nothing. I got nothing from this movie. I have nothing for this movie. If I'm ever going to talk about bad movies, and I like talking about bad movies. I know you do. Every now and again we get a bad movie and we go, man, that movie's shit. And I'm like, on a comparison. Yeah. like There's like <laughs> layers of layers of shit. And, man, Eddie sits in that really dark recess of just Nothing. I I saw this on the list when we looked at it for reviewing. I was like, okay. I also I'm gonna say it's been pretty weird that we've had quite a few Whoopi Goldberg
0: uh, requests over the
1: time. Uh, yeah, yeah, but we've never had the classic one, like The Color Purple. If we're gonna talk about Whoopi Goldberg movies, The Color Purple is like up there, you know. And then we got Jumpin' Jack Flash, Ghost, Ghost, oh Ghost. I always forget Ghost, not Eddie. <laughs> never, Eddie. We, we will never speak about Eddie. I should say, yeah, this is uh, this is a film
0: that I would never ordinarily choose to watch. And, and, of course, I've never seen before today. But the film starts with Eddie. We find out that she's a limo driver, but she is an Uber fan of the New York Knicks, yeah. which is... A struggling basketball team that at the moment has lost nearly 17 games in a row.
1: Well, let's just say right now, we are not basketball fans. Like, I like wrestling and he likes whatever he not likes. Sport. Not sport. And basketball is like, like, I know the Chicago Bulls, I think. And the Knicks are supposed to be big because they've got Madison Square Gardens. So, you know that this film is trying to tap into that kind of niche. You know your basketball fans, your Whoopi Goldberg fans. This is your atypical underdog story of Eddie getting that chance to become somebody.
0: Well, yeah, because right at the beginning of the film, she's not, but she's the uber fan of the Knicks. You know, we always see people watching sports and they're yelling at the TV screen because they think they know better than the managers and the coaches. Uh, And so we see her in her off hours or during her on hours that she's on a radio or she's delivering broadcast radio to whoever yeah. as she's narrating these games, which, you know, much to the chagrin of her manager who's yelling at her to get out there and, and drive the limo. Yeah. And so when she is out driving the limo, she ends up calling up another radio station to complain about the the, the Knicks and the managers and the coaches Uh, Little does she realise that the Knicks have just been brought out by Frank Langella, who's playing Wild Bill. Yeah. Uh, Wild Bill has just brought the Knicks, and she doesn't realise that he's actually sat in the back of her limo. (sighs) Until, you know, this hiccup happens. Comedy ensues. (laughs) Now, I use comedy in the lightest sense because this is... It's, I mean, it's not a horror movie, right? It's not a sci-fi no. movie. <laughs> it, it, it's one it's of those fantasy plane. movies. Yeah. You know, it's just like... What if that one person in the crowd that was yelling that they know better got the chance to try to do better and succeeds? That's the. You know, that's what this film is. It yeah. is predictable. You know where it's
1: going. It's an underdog story. But there's, like, better underdog story movies. You y- know, like... <sighs> I'm trying to think of one. I can't really, but I'm pretty sure you've got one starring Roseanne Barr's husband, you know, getting a team somewhere. I always like Rookie of the Year, where the kid breaks his arm, you know, and he becomes like a superstar. But Eddie just meets Wild Bill, and Wild Bill's just bought the Knicks. And she turns up at the game, and she starts shouting at, you know, one of the coaches, played by uh, Dennis Farina. And he gets her ejected up until the nosebleeds, I suppose they call it. Like right up really far. That's that's like probably the seat I'd have because they're the cheap seats. But Frank Langella can see her. Yeah well it's the fact that he, he opens the window when he
0: gets pulled into I guess like the owners lounge yeah yeah so like the the birds eye view of everything and he opens up the windows and he can hear Eddie screaming at the coach yeah and uh, and so he manipulates it so that I don't know if this is a real thing where yeah. occasionally you know random seat numbers will get called forward and they get to try to I guess score Shoot a
1: basket hoop. yeah
0: and uh, and so Eddie basically Sneezes or coughs and distracts this this other guy who was clearly got some skills with the basketball. Yeah, uh, and she she scores the hoop. And she scored it! Oh no, she scored it! She scored it! So she, she gets to become an honorary coach, and even then she still gets ejected because she's still yelling at the actual coach and the Knicks are underperforming. Yeah, but uh, Frank Langella, while Bill, he's just like you know what the fans were cheering for her. Yeah, there's something special about her. So he doesn't look evil
1: at all. Well... At all. Skeletor does not look evil.
0: At all. I I mean, I was kind... I mean, yeah, okay. He's the billionaire who's just bought the company. So, yeah, you can always be like, corporate scum... But there was a little bit of... Okay, he's the outsider. And he is vilified by the crowd when he comes in on his horse. And I was like, that poor horse with those giant shoes on. That's... (laughs) The horse with the shoes! Like... (laughs) I was like, well, you can't ruin the court. But you shouldn't be riding a freaking horse in here. What if it shits on the court? (laughs) This is not a hygienic place for a horse. Anyway... Yeah, but yeah. the entire when he's like howdy, like the entire crowd are just like what the fuck are you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah. So, was like, so a little bit of sympathy for him. He he's sets, the outsider. He sets fire to the vest.
1: Yeah, like, how but did I, that I don't even mean, happen. Well, like, the fireworks
0: just... going off? But I, I like I was like, is that deliberate? Whose vest was that? You got the other player going Hey, that's my vest.
1: <laughs> I said, like, well, I don't know who you are. I don't know who's that vest. Yeah. It doesn't Everybody's, mean anything to me. Everybody seems annoyed. So okay, we're annoyed, but. Yeah, so Eddie is in placed in with the team, and she has to work with each player. You know, she knows them inside and out because she studied them for years. So she knows like one of them's got bad knees, another one's got like problems with women, and one of them just calls himself Stacy Patton because he's so rich. He speaks in the third person. But I honestly just didn't care. I tr- I tried to. I really did. Because I'm like, yeah, well I'm I'm getting behind Whoopi Goldberg, but in fairness, it felt like I was in front of her and I was leading her, like, okay, you're going to go over here and you're going to do this here, that there, this here, he's going to do this, you're going to do that, and yeah, okay, and then that was all playing off.
0: Well, yeah, and now... As a fan myself of Whoopi Goldberg, I I, I adore her. Uh, even though I don't yeah. like a lot of her films, I still really like her. And so she is the loudmouth braggart. Yeah, you know, yeah. She's cocky and self-assured of herself, but she carries it with a lot of charisma. And, and, and yeah, she is also the outsider. She may know all of these people... These players, but they sure as shit don't know her. And there's yeah, there's lots of sexism jokes. There's like a montage of interviews where they're just like a woman, yeah, coaching
1: the team, <laughs> outrageous. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you're just fucking like... fucking Donald Trumps in this movie. That's how bad this movie is. <laughs> fucking Donald Trump is in it.
0: Actually, hiring Eddie was my idea from the beginning. Man, he he hasn't changed at all, has he? No, no. Because he turns to the camera and he goes, yeah, that was actually
1: my idea to hire <laughs> Eddie to, to coach the Knicks. Go, Maybe God a bit more orange. But the Knicks start winning, you know. Eddie makes a good call. She's she's teamed up with Carl Zimmer, played by Richard Jenkins, who, you know, I recognise as the scientist from Cabin in the Woods. You know, he's also one of the dads and in, in, um, stepbrothers. He, he's... He's a cool background character. I don't know about a lead. So him being this quiet coach behind Whoopi Goldberg, giving her the pushes so that she works with the team members, was cool, but I knew it was coming. You know, like, if a hurdle came up in front of the team, oh, how's how's Whoopi going to get past this? This is how she did it. And I was like, ah... Well, yeah,
0: he gives the impression, I mean, he even says he doesn't want to be the one to rock the boat. He's like, you know how much all of these players are being paid and how much they're worth? Like, I'm not getting paid their money, but I'm also getting paid quite nicely. So why would I uh, jeopardize that? So technically, Eddie, you're like the fall girl here. So if the team falls on its face, they all get to blame you. Like not me, I you know, you're you're the coach now. Yeah. Uh, but you watch as the film goes on. I mean, you mentioned the Knicks start winning, but there's a big losing streak that happens. Can still, oh, yeah, as she's yeah, still trying to yeah. get on the good side and understand these players. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 predictable. Like like we said, it's very predictable. Yeah. So you yeah. know the formula if you've ever seen an underdog tale or story before. Uh, and I I. I liked the fact that there were a multitude of these characters and yes they were all stereotypical yeah but there was a lot nice little fun moments I wouldn't say funny but fun moments with these characters especially the Russian lad who is an absolute <laughs> goddamn giant
1: yeah. uh,
0: but he he he's like I am offense and 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 Eddie, he's like no you defense you need yeah. defense and you need posture yeah plan yeah, your yeah. legs uh, and so you watch each of these characters tried
1: to, you know, they're they're very small character arcs, very very yeah, yeah, small. Yeah, because everybody has, has got to have one. I mean, it's like you've got, like I said, the uh, the pattern player who, you know, he's so super rich, he doesn't think he has to pass because he's so good, but that's his fault. You know, every time he doesn't pass, they miss a hoop, and then you've got Wilson. Who's another player with his knees? Who works with the coach and really wants to work with her, but he's only got a few more games. So it's like the young lad coming up with the veteran, and they've got to get together. But either the film didn't focus good enough on it, or there was just so much other stuff going on that it just was just lost in the mire. Because I was like, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna win. Like, like you said, with the Russian guy, like he, he, he was doing adverts at one point. You know, because he uses phonics to learn to to speak English. It's like, yay. <laughs> you know? I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. <laughs> in, in movie terms, I suppose it was. But at the same time, my mind had... I don't know if... I, I don't know if I've gone further from 1996 Eddie Murphy basketball movies to this stage of, look, these actors could have been doing better. I've, I've seen better in different places. But, you know, you're really waiting for, as well, the big evil twist. Like... Eddie is accomplishing all of these different things, getting all these hurdles. The players are doing really well. The team's winning. And it's gotten to the point now where Frank Langella rips off his mask and goes, ha, 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 Eddie, I was evil all along. Skeletor! No! (laughs) (laughs) And he plans on taking the team back to St. Louis, which would not make them the New York Knicks anymore. I suppose it would make them the St. Louis Knicks, but I don't know how that works. And Eddie's like, no, you can't be evil, Frank Langella. How dare you take the team? And he's like, look, I own the team. I own the players. I practically own you. And she's like, no, I'm going to show you that the spirit of the New York Knicks is not through money, but it's through the people. So she, you know, at the the final game, ironically, she has to go up against Dennis Farina, his coach, Bailey, who is now coaching the other team. The Hornets. Yeah.
0: Now, interestingly... Uh, the New York Knicks games were all filmed at the Charlotte Coliseum. Okay. And the uh, the Charlotte Hornets, uh, the, the Hornets fans, I guess, had to cheer yes. for the other team. And none <laughs> of the actual basketball footage was filmed inside Madison Square Garden, but just the exterior of it, because it was no. all filmed out of town.
1: <laughs> nice! <that laughs> well, I mean, it's editing, it's filmmaking, it isn't it? It makes this but, movie uh, worse. You can't, we can't lie about Madison Square Garden, you know? Well, you were fooled. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was actually. Yeah, but they start to go for the victory, and like I said, Frank Geller has revealed that if they, even if they win or whatever, he's going to take the team back with them. So we have ten seconds left on the clock, and it's a draw, tie. The Knicks are one point up. Yeah, uh, Eddie organizes now to do this massive, huge speech, and I gotta admit, it was massively predictable. Like. She'd kind of already had a couple of these speeches leading up to this point, you know, where she'd spoken to Frank Langella and told her he couldn't, he didn't own her, which was, I
0: really like that scene uh, because it it re- you needed to vilify him and and I like that the film isn't like good and bad and or evil him? You know, It was just corporate you know he was just wanting to make money he also didn't understand he, like being this Tex- texan you know d- worked my way worse. up from yeah. nothing like... by myself so he's not evil. He's just he just doesn't understand. And he does definitely doesn't understand the legendary I mean it's 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 widely known that New York spirit. Like, you know, New York is full of assholes and and <laughs> hatred. You know, notoriously the worst drivers on the planet. It's
1: all him. It's all him. <laughs> I've never been there myself, but <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, yeah. I think it looks like Mega <laughs> City again, 1. But again, it's something like uh like Ghostbusters 2, you know. Even the Ghostbusters like this. this town is horrible, but you know, sometimes when yeah. the catastrophe happens, when something happens, New Yorkers get together like no other humans on the planet. And so when when Whoopi when Eddie is explaining to the crowds like, "You believe what this asshole billionaire is doing? Yeah. He's going to take the New York Knicks out of New York." And so even players that don't play for the Knicks are like, that's not right. That's not right. And even when they get up out of their seats to go stand, I was just like, yeah, the feel goods, the feel goods, the human spirit.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You just overwhelmed me there with all the excitement that was going on. You tell him, Whoopi. You tell him. It was so plain and just boring because, of course, they were going to group up. There was no way. I knew it was going to happen, but still seeing it. And then she's just like, sit down, Frank, and we'll get you a hot dog. We're going to teach you how to play the game. And I'm like, oh, please, God, can we get this movie over and done with? It's an hour and 40 minutes of my life, Whoopi. Actually, technically two hours because i fell asleep and had to re-watch it a second time but that's not the point they they get the russian guy to stand in front of the hoop and he performs some kind of defensive maneuver which stops the other team from scoring and the clock runs out and the new york Knicks win and they're staying in new york and everybody's happy Knicks win
0: Uh, no. and, and 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 eddie even helped save the marriage uh of of one of her star players because he was his marriage was on the rocks because yeah. he was losing all the time and she, she turned his life around by not really doing anything you know she kind of uh just talked about it once and then hid under his bed and yelled at him when he when she thought he was cheating on his separated wasn't. wife but he wasn't
1: so, okay. uh,
0: but then she also helps the other guy who was spent all of his time talking about himself in the third person. And right at the end, he's just like, "No, I'm gonna play ball," and he doesn't talk about himself in the third person anymore. She gets the Russian guy to finally listen and and plant his feet in the ground and do that defensive maneuver. And uh, so yeah, all of the little story arcs come to it to come to a, a happy, happy feel good conclusion. Yeah,
1: of course it did. It was just amazing. <laughs> well did you have any favorite scenes no the credits fucking not even the credits because i had to watch it twice because i fell asleep and so i had to go back and i wanted to find a sequence that would make me go oh yeah eddie and no just none of it like I like you probably got a list of them and like the Russian guy I'm supposed to find him funny but actually I just found him really quite offensive and bland and boring because he was just you know the foreign talking character you know like I said I Wilson and 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 uh, Patton having their rivalry it really wasn't focused enough so I don't really remember it like that. And I, I want to enjoy any of the sequences with Whoopi Goldberg, but she's in ninety percent of this movie, and ninety percent of this movie is boring and bland. So, okay, no favorite scenes. No favorite okay. scenes. No. I got a couple,
0: <laughs> <laughs> And it, it was it was right at the start. I I, I was laughing when uh, when uh, Frank Langella's manipulated it so that Eddie's the one who gets called out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and and it's the line where this other kind of guy in the suit just says. I swear, she gets louder every year. <laughs> and then when she gets called out, she's screaming all the way down the yeah. stairs. I was just like, yeah. Uh... I was just like, go Eddie. <laughs> go Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I love the moment where, uh, again, it's just another really loud, excitable outburst <laughs> from Whoopi Goldberg when she's she, she's been called in. You know, she had already been kicked out twice yeah. by the other officials. and uh, And so when while Bill was just like, so I've announced that the other coach is retired and now the new coach will be Eddie. And Eddie just like the shock realisation, outburst of excitement. Just like, yeah, go Eddie.
1: I swear <laughs> that shot of her coming down from the top was the same shot they just used it twice. Oh, maybe. I, I guess we'll maybe. find out in editing here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's not a favourite scene, but it was memorable. You, Donald Trump you you know that face he's a bloody ex-president no I'm, I'm not going to go into politics but it's just like man that guy has never changed
1: no he's never changed and you made this film worse you could have got anybody else and you had to get him <laughs> and uh, uh again it was I, I
0: really liked the scene when the mask came off Wild Bill and he explained that he was basically yeah I'm just here to buy it cheap and sell it for massive profit. I don't really care about the lives of people. I'm just here to make shit tons of money. And Eddie literally just turns and says, well, here's an expression for you. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on. And i was like, I yeah, Yeah, because
1: he was riding a horse with shoes. Yeah. It's like we say here at home. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ian. Yeah, oh, dear. Put my hard hat on. Do you recommend Eddie?
1: No, fuck no, fuck no. This movie was so boring and so bland. And I just couldn't think of anything worse to do with an hour and 40 minutes other than watch Eddie. You know, like, I'm glad I have... That's one thing to take away from this movie. I'm glad I have so then I can put it on my list of really bad films and then I can judge every other movie by Eddie's standards. And that's pretty fucking bad, like whoopee I love you you know you've done some great movies like we said but Eddie no no fuck no fuck no
0: well oh god this gets highest recommend no 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 no. No. (laughs) this gets a mediocre recommendation from me this film is average (laughs) it's average And it was a pleasant surprise, because it was absolutely a film I would never choose to watch for myself. It is a standard underdog tale of a team that can't work together as one, until another passionate underdog rallies them together to overcome personal problems and coach them to victory, and in this case, also defeat the oppressive, money-hungry owners. This is standard fare by all accounts. But made special by the wonderful Whoopi Goldberg, who reminds you she has that star power. So much charisma on display here, Whoopi is fantastic to watch, and she works her movie magic here. Elevating this lazy Sunday afternoon comedy fantasy into a heartwarming feel-good adventure. Yes, it's predictable, the acting varies from awful to alright. (laughs) but the fast paced high energy and mix of characters made this a fun watch now i don't know much about basketball or the nba but i know a fun comedy when i feel one give eddie a chance you may be onto a winner or not no no watch face down (laughs) thanks for watching off the shelf reviews
1: It's like we say here at home. Fuck you and the horse you rode in on.